Hey, before we start the show, guys, just want to ask you, please follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter at Bravo and Beer. And also, if you're on Reddit forums, if you're on Facebook, please share the show. It's the fastest way to get us to grow, to get more people to listen in. We have a great listenership and we appreciate all you guys coming in. We appreciate all the comments you give us during the live streams. But best way to share it is if you guys can tell friends, tell compatriots, tell people just how goddamn funny this shit is and make sure that they listen too. Thank you in advance. Now let's hop into it. Get the Pinot ready because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. Yeah. Oh, welcome to Bravo and Beer, everybody. I am Brian McWilliams. I forgot, you know, we never introduced ourselves on the show, and I figured we should probably start doing that. I'm Brian McWilliams. I am not Brian McWilliams. (laughs) I should stop using my full name, lest I be canceled for any of the various infractions against society that I make. And of course, that was the voice of Odie. What should we call? Odie... The scrody odor, Matt. And of course, Rico. Or reality Rico. So I got another B for the show. Um, I'm going to mute for the first 15 minutes much of the the time because I got a BB op. Bravo and beer and BB op. Have you had that? It's pretty good. It's kind of like a Korean. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. It's like a Korean uh, Chipotle, but much, much better. BB op? Interesting. Yes. It's it's very good. Yeah, I yeah. like that. The, I like you're allowed to go with cultural appropriation if you're Korean appropriating Mexican, but you're not allowed to get away with it. <laughs> B-I-B-I-B-O-P. B-I-B-I-O. That yeah, old Korean had a whatever. B-I-B-I-O. Yeah. It, it might be exclusive to Cleveland. Maybe, no. you know, maybe living in Cleveland, it's like the same, it's the same like latitude. As uh, Korea, maybe? No? Maybe. I actually had a genius idea like 12 years ago when I first moved back. <laughs> Must have been really great if it does take it well, off. Well, I never actually did anything with it. But C- Cleveland did not have a lot of, uh, from what I knew, uh, there was a lack of like dry cleaners and there was a lack of like nail <laughs> places, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> so I thought we need to start a Koreans to Cleveland movement. So we could fill the uh, void of dry cleaning and. Uh, Are you going to be the coyote to uh, the coyote with a K for Korea uh, for Koreans bringing them to Cleveland? Uh, no, I'm actually going to partner up with Chahoon and we're going to have a great <laughs> little business. So. What's going to be great is when you arrive, they are all arrive. <laughs> and instead of being in Cleveland, you just dump them in the river. And as they're slowly sinking, you yell, you got Chahoon. <laughs> well, if this doesn't get us canceled, I think we're bulletproof. <laughs> Uh, we are. I got to show you guys something to start the show. And then I also want to do, I, th- I have an idea. Well, actually, I can't even claim the idea. Our friend uh, Penny had 
he, she's been urging me. She's like, look, you guys got to do a show about this topic. And I think, you know, Chelsea, one of our listeners has been talking. She wants us to get a Patreon going. We've been talking, how are we going to do a Patreon? What do we want to do for it? And I think I had the perfect thing we could do for the Patreon for a little bit of a bonus, uh, a bonus show we could do. That would be fun. And we'll do a little bit on the pod. But before I do that, right before the show started, right? We, we, we finished one podcast. I ran to kiss my baby goodnight. It was in the, like, got out of the bathtub. And my wife's like, did you see my texts? And I was like, no, I'm in here with you. What did you say? And she's like, you have to go read the texts. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess she's probably text me divorce papers. That would make a lot of sense that she's not just being out in the open with it. Uh, And I should say that before this, my baby was in the bath. And right before I jumped on the last podcast about a half an hour ago, uh, my wife starts yelling, she's pooping. And once in a while, the kid will poop in the tub. So I ran in there. I ran and got the sieve, like, you know, like a sieve for the kitchen. Like you pull like uh, dumplings out of a, a hot, you know, it's like a mesh. It's like a mesh. Like a strainer? You need to get like a, like a yeah, pool not, net for that. Like a pool net? It's like, well, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's like, it's like a pool net, but for the kitchen and it's made of metal. So I grabbed that, right? And I run in there with a dog poop bag and, <laughs> and the strainer or the uh, sieve. And I scoop up the turds out of the, out of the water real quick, right? Before they can contaminate the rest of it. So I was like, all right, I'm clearly a hero. Look at, Wait, look at me. Why? Swooping you rather and scooping. Just, but now you got to get a new strainer. You can't ever use that thing. No, again. I don't. What do you, what, no, I don't. Why would I need a new strainer? I just wash because the strainer. Because you're pooping it. You're straining your <laughs> spaghetti with the poop sieve? It's not. You guys are confusing <laughs> a strainer with a sieve. But either way, the sieve's probably gross either because way, it's a it's fine for mesh. your kitchen. You what might you need it again. I, whatever. I'll buy a new one. Oh, oh no. Exactly. Which is my point is. You well, I have to go to the Korean the market to buy a new one because that's where they have them. Rain the water, scoop up the poop with a bag, I'm and then wash no. it. No. I know. It's or much worse to have to go out, Odie. You designate the sieve. Now it's the poop sieve. It stays in the I, bathroom, and you get a new exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. That's a much better. Are there a lot of is, situations where you need a poop sieve? I never needed one. This has been <laughs> the third. This is the third one. Oh, Rico, hand. you're not out of the woods yet. He's still living <laughs> at your house. Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, he's got yeah. The, the the drinking phase to go through. Well, so probably Rico just sat his kid's asshole on the drain instead of buying himself like a plug for the bathtub. He probably just sat his kid's ass on the drain, and then the kid just shat straight down the the drain pipe. Is my guess. Oh, wait till potty training time, buddy. You'll have you'll be coming to me for tips. So what I do I need a potty thing. trainer for? I have a sieve. True. I have one specifically for the job. What do I need a potty trainer? I'll just sieve it up. It's cultural appropriation to potty train your kids now, I think. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Speaking of dumps. Oh, anyway, so wait, let me share this. I forgot we teased that I was gonna give my five grossest places of taking a dump. Um, let me share this picture real quick. Because this is what my wife, she's like, read the text. So I, so we just had this poop scooping thing, like in the bathtub. And she's like, you got to see this thing. So let me tell you, let me show you what she just sent me. <laughs> okay. Share, share screen. It's coming. Oh, wait. It's coming. What the fuck? Hold on. Way so to kill the show. Here. I know. I well, know. We're working on that. Let's Hold just on, uh, bring up it. a comment here. We got straight capping. This is why he loves the show. Brian is using poop sips. Yeah, goddamn right I am. Here we go. Ready? This. You see this? Now, let me try to uh, please, I zoom in. 
Can I zoom in more? What's that? Those are poops. Those are poop. Oh. Can I zoom in more? A little more? <laughs> Those are poops. Those are poops on my wife's work satchel. And she's like, guess who pooped on my work bag? <laughs> and I'm like, the dog? That looks, those look like dog turds to me. No, not dog turds. Apparently, those are my daughter's turds. My daughter sat down, was running around the house naked after the bath, and just sat down on top of my wife's bag and on top of the carpet and just, just took a shit. Wow. She really got the jeans from you. <laughs> after <laughs> after pooping in the bathtub. After poop, she had a lot of a lot of poop in there. I man. will I mean, say still... that poop does have good integrity, though. That's a, that's a solidly really formed did. poop. That's why so. I thought it was like the dog poop. I thought it was like a dog turd. I was like really solid, not squishy at all. I mean, it, it's all literally right. you. Every four minutes when you're out, you're like, I gotta go poop. Gotta go poop. Like, uh, not right. every four minutes. Depends on what I've been vibing. Depends on a lot of a lot of factors, Rico. How much spicy food have I had? All right. Well, we don't have time for me to go through. We have a lot of show to get through. A lot of show. We do. Lots to talk about. I can't go through all of the places. Should I do a, a show-by-show countdown of the top five places that I pooped? The most yeah, disgusting? let's do number five today. There we go. All right. Let's do... Okay, let's do number five. So this isn't so much a disgusting place. It's only disgusting in the context of other human beings, if that makes sense. So I'm at a party with our buddy Dan Mahoney, who now lives in Alaska. Dan Mahoney, who people will famously remember as the man who left... Uh, Los Angeles to move to Alaska to become an apprentice puppeteer. Dan Mahoney he's has since, there. by the way, yes, he's still there. <laughs> is he a pu- is he a full blown puppeteer now? He's not even an apprentice puppeteer. So, <laughs> good life move. <laughs> and he now has since he now has since on his birthday did a wheelie on a bicycle successfully, then did a second wheelie and broke his arm. So now he's a he can't even, he couldn't even puppeteer if he wanted to. You can't be a one-armed puppeteer. Uh, it's not fun. So that's Dan. Awesome. A, a great guy. A good friend of ours. So I'm at this party with Dan Mahoney. I'm hanging out, drinking, you know, having fun. And it's about like 1030. And this is a, an apartment in LA. It's got one bathroom. And I start to feel like, yeah, I got to I gotta take a shit. got to take a shit. And I'm looking at how many people at the party. I'm looking at the bathroom. And I'm like, no, this is, uh, this poop's a non-fungible token. I need to leave. Does, does, doesn't make sense for a reference, but I like to use it. So I'm like, okay, I got a book house. So I'm like, all right, man, I got to go. Right. And at this point I have to ship, but not that bad, but I'm like, all right, this is just a wise move. I'm, I'm learning from experience. So I go to leave and I'm parked maybe like a five minute walk away. Cause it's in the shitty part of, of how, of like a West, I don't know, West Los Angeles where there's just nothing but like residential area. So I'm walking to my car and I'm like, man, this crap's getting a little intense. This is every step is making this crap fall a little bit closer to my butthole. So, but I'm like, all right, power through. I've been through this before. I can clench. So I'm clenching. I'm walking. I get in my car and I start driving. And as I mentioned, there's nothing in this area, not a fucking Arby's, not a Taco Bell, not a gas station, nothing. This is, this is an area with a million red lights and nowhere that you can stop to take a shit. And I'm starting to get like, pretty fired up my intestines are starting to gurgle and grunch and i'm like i'm like this is not great i don't know how much i can clench this and i start to panic a little bit you ever get that sweat like i'm cold sweating in the car i'm like god damn it mm, mm. i start thinking i start looking around at what i have in the car i'm like do i have any paper towels <laughs> i didn't have a dog with me at this point so i didn't have any dog poop bags i could like poop in i'm like okay what am i gonna do here i'm like looking around looking behind me i'm trying to think what's in the trunk I'm like i have a car jack 
That doesn't help. Eventually, I hit six red lights in a row, and I'm like, I am going to diary in my pants, or I have to pull over and find somewhere to go. So I turn into this residential area, which is very, very wealthy area, and I drive around until I see two large bushes against a fence. I get out of the car. I was playing kickball at the time, so I had a kickball shirt in the back. Grabbed the kickball shirt, went between the two bushes, bent over, and evacuated everything. My soul came out. Everything in my, in my like half of my brain came out, which is why I am the way I am. On this person's fence between the two bushes, then I wiped my ass with the dodgeball t-shirt, threw it in the bush, got in my car, drove home. And that is the fifth. You have evidence. What? Well, what are they going to do? A DNA you left test? Your DNA. <laughs> <laughs> well, the DNA. I'm not is even over saying the, that. I'm what? saying if I the saw shirt. W- yes, I would. Well, fucking investigate that shit. I'm like this motherfucker shit in my fucking bushes. It was a unique colored shirt too. It was like a specific teal colored T-shirt. What is, not what many is people this had. green area? <laughs> it's like I write. It's like I write my my name on the inside of the shirt. A property of Brian, please return to here's the address. Oh, those poor people. So I didn't feel went, bad. I'm an advocate for property rights, man. I, I felt terrible. I shadow this people's fence. Maybe they never saw it. They probably just found the shirt days later. I'll oh no, there's and- no way, dude. It was look, when I tell you That's right, I it had never rains diarrhea, in California. That's right. I it doesn't rain. And when I had to tell you I had a diary, I mean I had to it came out at like such an insanely high velocity. I'm surprised it didn't punch a hole in the fence. Like, like make a, a, a hole for the why, dog to bark through. Why did you shit towards the fence? Why? I Because the fence is where I can, I, I got between two big bushes. So I'm hidden and shat towards it. What am I supposed to, am I supposed to put my face between the two big bushes and shit towards the street, Odie? Is that the way you do it in Pittsburgh? But fucking city of morons. Sadly, in, okay, in what kind of logic California, is that? I don't think shitting in public is anything new anymore. Well, now, now Maybe you man, set I the trend. I'm responsible Honey, there's a uh, another homeless bald man shitting on our <laughs> fence. Come look at this. <laughs> I did not realize there would be this much backstory to your uh, top five shit. So it's good that we're breaking it down. That's what I'm saying. Really, something to look forward to. This is like a whole other podcast. Listen to our other podcast, podcast pooping with Poopsie. I'm Poopsie, and you can join me in a podcast pooping endeavor where I guide you through kind of like a candy land of poop through all of my adventures. Good. That's actually our top Patreon level. Is you get to pick a place that Brian (laughs) will poop next. (laughs) That's twenty five bucks a month. That's, and uh, Chelsea that's says, "Way to at. go for shitting on Kim Kardashian's property." I hope. Well, I'm yeah. sure Kanye has done uh, done that plenty. I'm not assuring you as such. All right, so let's get into let's do Summer House, and then I'll do uh, a, a little game in the in between Summer House and 90 Day that I think will be our Patreon offering. I think you guys are going to dig it. All righty. Well, I mean, obviously the end of Summer House is the real uh, interesting part, but uh, I guess we should start at the beginning because that's how shows go. They go from beginning to end. Um, so the uh, gentlemen, they did a guys and a girls day. The girls day looked uh, stupid and they all seemed to gang up on Lindsay because they're fucking cunts. And no, the guys well, and, day. And by the way, just while you, well, before we glance over that, yeah, they all gang up on Lindsay, and Lindsay gets super pissed. She's notorious for getting super fucking crazy pissed. She got fucking pissed, rightly, 
for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you dumb bitches saying I fucked this guy based upon a psychic? Yeah, she made a good point. She's like, we get hit up <laughs> randomly by fucking all types of people. So because you yeah. got a DM, doesn't mean shit. They probably get so, thousands of DMs of all Hannah, kinds of stirring shit things. up, stirring the pot. Yeah. What a piece of shit. And this fucking, this garbage monster, literally garbage monster, has occupied the entire narrative of the season by being a gaslighting piece of shit. And now she can't contain her bitchiness to herself and being a turd. Even though she has a new boyfriend, now she has to get Lindsay involved by virtue of this fucking psychic. And Paige went along with it because Paige is fucking, yeah. I don't know. I mean, she seems like on. number two bitch too. Like she hasn't done anything in this season other than obviously ignore her boyfriend and just be yeah. a ride along bitch with anything Hannah does. So fuck her yep. too. Yep. But uh, thanks for your thoughts, Odie. But the guys' day did seem pretty fun uh, well, until they erotically like, homoerotically yeah, until they had to take off their shirts to get drunk. I didn't really understand that. I don't. Get Rico, I've seen you take off your shirt a time or yeah. two playing beer pong back in the yeah. day. That's, yes. I don't know. That might you might be thinking of Nate, our hundred. No, I, I definitely no, definitely wet well, Nate, yeah, but definitely Rico too. Yeah, Rico, I'm sure has too. Well, Nate, I, I actually do to- remember. I took off my shirt playing beer pong the day I kicked the hole in the wall in the <laughs> in the living room, and then I randomly paid some kid a bunch of money for the damage that he pocketed, and then I got a letter in the mail <laughs> saying I had to pay for the fucking hole. So I was like, "Well, uh, <laughs> that's excellent." Oh, Penny likes your new uh, Nazi youth haircut, Rico. Thanks for the uh, compliment. These two gentlemen didn't uh, notice. I was kind of hurt. Uh, I noticed. I just let it go because you look like uh, you look like G.I. Joe from the 1980s. I only bring up bad haircuts and it's not a bad haircut. So why would I talk? Thank you. It's much better than the last one you had. I I actually had to go to a new place. Uh, It was double the money. (laughs) <laughs> but, did it, uh, wait, didn't wasn't your barber the guy your drunk? Wait, did you go back to the drunk? No, I barber? never found him. God, I, I found him, but then he. By the time I realized it was him, I was in like the. Uh, Can't you just put an ad on Craigslist? Like Rico and I, one time we went to Vegas <laughs> and we tried to watch a fight between who was it? It was May, uh, like, Pacquiao Mayweather, Mayweather fight, I think. Pacquiao Mayweather. And you can't watch the fight because it's taking place in Vegas. You can't watch the fight at a casino in Vegas. They won't let you. You have to pay for these expensive rooms. Oh, yeah. It was so like 250 300 bucks, yeah. It's this was my it's idea. Sick. It was a great idea. It was a great idea that you've been fucking ruined because you're a moron. So we <laughs> posted that on Craigslist like, hey, hot chick wanted to drive us to watch the fight outside of Vegas, which honestly sounds just like Come get murdered. Like, like come get, come <laughs> get murdered. terrible. Ad. Come get murdered by guys. <laughs> <laughs> but this really hot chick responded. And I said, and like, send pictures. And said pics. Like, <laughs> <laughs> said pics. And she did. And she's super hot. It seems super yeah. cool. She's like, I'll, I'll drive you guys. I'll drive you to this bar outside of Vegas. No problem. And I'm like, yes. Yes. Let's do it, Rico. And Rico, for some fucking reason, is like, no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. This is. She's probably no, going to murder us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Rico kiboshes the whole fucking thing. Yes, it was you. You kiboshed the whole plan. This genius play with this hot chick who was clearly going to drive us out to a bar and then probably have sex with us. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not in her mind, but I mean, clearly, what an <laughs> asshole. 
God, what an asshole you are. Sorry about that. I mean, we'll be there in three weeks. I'll post another one. Um, What what is it on (laughs) Craigslist? Like missed connections or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. See if we can find the same girl. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember remember the uh, post five years ago? Like, oh, I've been waiting to hear back. (laughs) I haven't worked since. I figured it was inevitable that you guys would circle back around to me. Um, yeah. Uh, by the way, I liked from the, uh, the man, the man night, the man side, uh, lay in Minnesota pipe. That's what I might. That's what I think my, I might uh, nickname the episode. Lay in yeah. Minnesota. Uh, pipe. They lay a lot of pipe in Minnesota. Well, I, I don't remember that pipe. reference. Was it just when uh, they were playing I, beer pong? Yeah, I think, uh, I think Car- Kyle said it. Kyle was like the, uh, he was the all-star of the episode. Yeah. I think he was yeah. drunk. The entire episode, just oh, raging, yeah. ragingly drunk. He's he's an excellent, entertaining drunk to watch. One of the best. He is, unless he turns on you like a snake. Well, that's the end of the episode. <clears throat> no, we'll but that, uh, we have to talk well. about Luke's horrible beer chugging. That was just well, embarrassing. Yeah, he re- he uh, reminded me of myself. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah. Luke just- Did you hear his excuse? He's like, I couldn't get my throat to open up. I couldn't get my throat to open well, up. You know what? It, well, Sorry. if you can't get it to open, you, you clearly never could. Luke just literally took an entire, it looked like a Guinness, and just basically threw it over his face. That was it. It was like watching. It's like a stone it was like cold watching, uh, chugging beer. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It was like watching a, a chocolate milkshake bukkake. It was just awful to say. And he wasted the whole fucking beer. Awful. Um, I, it was right, good to see on? Carl responsibly drinking. And did you uh, notice how he got around his uh, borderline alcoholism? His plan? Did, did he you eat, notice? Eat a big drink dinner? of water with every beer. Yes, there you go. <laughs> oh. drink, a, drink a water between every beer. Then it it's not a problem. That plan always works. <laughs> I'm going to go to AA and say, "Hey, your your problems are solved." Just uh, <laughs> you only need a one step program. Hey, in Carl's defense, program it's, for you. it's sponsored by Dasani. It's working for him uh, so far. He's not the, not the end of the, the episode. End. I yeah. don't think it was working for him. He fucking clearly was drunk as shit and fucking being an aggro douchebag to Luke at yeah. the end of the episode. Well, I like how the, yeah. the every every St. Paddy's Day we'd have that plan. I'm gonna drink a glass of water between every beer. And you start off doing it. And then you get drunk, and then you stop doing it. That's the way it happens every well, single time. You well, know, the thing one about of the drinking reason- the glass of water before every beer. It does nothing to like. It doesn't make you less drunk. It just well, hydrates it you. Couple, it makes you pee more. Like well, it, it helps you the next day. Yeah, it's absolutely. Yes, well, absolutely. No, inevitably, it's spreading out. It's diluting the alcohol per water basis, so it's helping you in the moment better than that's, drinking straight uh, alcohol. That's oh, science right there from Brian. I Williams, never so. drank a water between beers for the purpose of getting less drunk. I always yeah. drank them. So my headache wouldn't be as bad the next day. I knew the whole time what I was doing. I'm like, exactly. this isn't gonna. Why, why do I want to? Why am I gonna be start drinking at 5 a.m. if I want to be less drunk? Well, well I I'll agree just, with you completely. Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> um, but the problem is, like, when you're at a bar on St. Patrick's Day and you're like, "All right, I need uh, ten beers or whatever for the the group," you don't say, oh, "I need ten beers and then ten waters." Just like, oh, fuck it, I'm, I don't. Yeah, I'm not making this many. Exactly. Yeah. So fuck. Yeah, but anyways, Car- Carl's plan was idiotic from the moment I heard it, and uh, yep. it seemed to uh, live up to its idiocy intent. Later I don't know. On. Whatever. Well, we'll say, save that. Save that. So let's talk a little bit about how 
One thing that really pissed me off in this episode, and I said before that Hannah now lives inside Ciara's brain. It's like it's like the movie Get Out. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Rid- it's ridiculous. Absurd. Ciara now has said, she's on camera, and she's talking about Luke, who she now is no longer even fucking friends with. No longer friends with Luke. No longer friends with She came with to the house with him. Because of Luke. Because what of him What did he do? Like, what did he do? He got mad at Nothing. Hannah and raised his voice when she was acting like a psychopath. Yeah. Was he it. didn't do anything, really. Yeah, it doesn't it. make any sense. Like, so maybe she's just not that nice of a person. Like, if you can be turned that easily, maybe you're not that nice to begin with. Well, I think it's she's been or not that intelligent. Didn't she say something about being burned in the past by what bad boys or whatever? Okay, she's like, she's like, well, maybe I'm not good at picking boyfriends. So you yeah. be a bitch to someone just like I'm not, de- she, I'm not defending her. She's uh, that's, going that's out of no. her way to be a fucking bitch she is to him. Definitely going out of her way to be a fucking bitch. Like, look at this. Here's here's what she was saying. She's like, you know, I just feel that I've matured this summer, and that's why I'm not into Luke. You've really matured you, in the last three weeks. Yeah, you really come a long way and you're maturing going on childish bullshit and not talking to a guy that you came to the house to be with based upon Hannah gaslighting you. You fucking And Luke idiot. has been very like upfront chill. Co- communicating with her. You know, he like when when they had the first, you know, th- spat after he was, you know, yelling at Hannah, gave her flowers, like just checking in, how you doing? Yeah, I mean, like, he couldn't have been nice, really. Um, He went and swallowed his pride and apologized to Hannah when he really didn't do anything wrong to her. I wouldn't have apologized to her. I also would have yelled at Ciara by now. I can tell you that much. I would have been like, hey, how about fuck you? How about go fuck yourself? How about that? How about you Mm -hmm. talk to me before you write me off, you fucking imbecile? It's like, why are you here then, huh? You're not friends with any of these people. You You got the psychopath... Charles Manson putting like in your head. That's your yeah. <laughs> only friend in the house. Like go back to Minnesota or wherever the fuck you're go back to New York. Then fuck off. Yeah. Do you think, you know, <laughs> do you think Luke, you know, Odie's like, he's been chill. He's been up front. It's like Luke used to send Sierra dick pics. It was like sex written on the side of his dick. And now he's like friends written on the side <laughs> of his dick. <laughs> Stop. Uh, yeah. Chelsea really wants us to answer this question. Who goes, Hannah or Luke? Like, who's well, going to leave is the house? Obviously, the answer. I don't know, man. Because at Bravo Beer Bong bet. Hmm. I mean, here's the mm. thing. I saw. I remember early on. Didn't we see Kyle talk? Or they made it seem like he was talking about Hannah, where he's like, she is a fucking child. Like she's not an adult. So I still think that, that was Hannah, from. All right. So are we saying? We're saying who's going to go first? Because they could both end up. Who's going to leave? How many episodes are left? Like four, maybe five. It's halfway. We're halfway through the season. Okay. And I will tell you that, like I said, last season two people left because they kicked them off, and it was awesome because they both were fucking. They both sucked. They both were the most boring assholes ever, and I was so happy when they got kicked off. But I think Hannah. I think they both stay. I say they both stay. That's my Bravo beer bong bet. I think they both stay. They can't afford to lose anyone else. Like, yeah, the, the, really. The, the the cultural firebrand that was Stravy has already left. Yeah, I mean, like, no one would remember that he's gone. <laughs> Who would even remember that he was there? Yeah. Only Lindsay because of the sandwich issue. She would have forgotten about him completely. I think a better bet is do Lindsay and Luke end up 
banging. Yeah. Oh, well, I think they do. Like, I, I'm Why talking about they? in, I mean, during the yeah. uh, last, whatever, 10 episodes or yeah. whatever left. I think they do. I think I they mean, do. they're. I they're would say, warm. yeah, well, we all say yes. So fine. No they're quarantined together. I mean, it's like, almost like. Why... It's ahead. almost like them against the house at this point if Luke doesn't leave. That's why I think Luke stays. I think Lindsay will I, I, talk to him, bring him in. Yeah. Well, I saw Kyle posted something about like watching himself on the episode, and we haven't even gotten to the big fucking blow up bullshit yet. But Kyle posts on Instagram. He's like, he's like, you know, sometimes you watch an episode back, and uh, you don't feel so great about the way you acted. So I apologized to my buddy Luke, and I was like, does Hannah do one of these every episode? Has she done one of these every episode? <laughs> no, Did I miss it. She is no conscience. Hey, turn off your <sighs> fucking phone, Rico. That's Jordan's phone. Jordan, who's calling you at 10 o'clock? Go slap what? your child. He's huh? got girls you, calling Rico. You, you keep, keep those girls away. So I, got, I gotta go check out. What the fuck is this? Now Rico's leaving to go. What? He's his somebody calls his child and Rico's gotta get in on it. What are they trying to what are they trying to team up on uh, a couple of chicks? He's just hey, being Jordan, a good... you got Jordan, you have any you have any friends? That you hook you up with? He's just being Fucking a good pervert. parent, Brian. He's being a good he's parent. He's a pervert. Pervert. <laughs> well, I didn't All say right, he wasn't on. a pervert, but he's being a good parent. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, uh, let's, okay, so the pub crawl they do, right? They do a pub crawl, which is basically the exact same thing that we did. With I was going to say, what did that college. remind you of? Yeah. The, ours except they were, ours is way better. Ours is way better. So here's what we did in college. And I'm glad Odie got in on that. I couldn't remember if you were there in time to, to experience oh, it. Yeah, so I think they course. stopped doing it. Yeah, around the word happens is awesome. So what it was is we, every person had a room in the, in the fraternity we were in, which is uh, Phi Kappa Ta, Penn State. So go say hello and tell them you'll send a Bravo and beer. <laughs> so uh, we did around the world happies, and every room would have a different themed drink for a different country, right? Not like not a state like these idiots, which is stupid, and far Not less necessarily like ours weren't like tied to a country necessarily, but a drink. Well, they're supposed I to mean, be. Well, like inv- you guys, well, you fucked it up. You fucked up the whole thing then, Odie, by the time it got around to your <laughs> Maybe generation. Maybe we did. Maybe we you did. did. The whole purpose of it is that you get a passport. You put up a passport and you give it to people and it's got the different countries on it. Oh, we never for the that. rooms in the house and you check them off as you go to the room. So that makes you want to go to every room and people also get just fucking wrecked. Uh. That's a better idea. I, I wish I wish we did that. Well, this is why you consult your elders. So we used to do the exact same thing. And, and yeah, we had, you know, different drinks, uh, Jägermeister and whatever, you know, whatever it was from different countries around the world. It was awesome. So they did the same thing, but lame as shit. And I mean, <laughs> the one who, God, who do you think had the worst room of any of them? There was Minnesota. Florida. What did, he, what did he have? What did Minnesota? What did uh, Luke even have? It was something. Did awful. he have a drink? It, I don't think he had a drink. I thought he just had like a beer. Like these people are not creative. Yeah. They're not creative people. Like I, I think, and uh, Hannah and uh, Paige did Los Angeles. Okay, and they were like, "We're DJs." I was like, "Oh, Hannah's as good a DJ as she is a comedian." Wait, they did terrible. Los Angeles and Kyle and uh, Oh no, sorry, they did New York they City. Were New York. They did New York City. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. We all live in New York City. What a creative idea that you brought to this fucking fun party where we're supposed to be going somewhere exotic. New York City is what you came up with. And Luke, you're from Minnesota. 
Minnesota is what you came up with. Lindsay nice seemed kind of creative. The Florida one, she had a uh, signature drink that apparently was pretty strong. So, well, Lindsay was the only one that did it right. I guess maybe kind of Kyle and Amanda a little bit. That was kind of funny. Carl's was terrible. Lancaster, Carl's PA, which I guess that's water. Or as they say, if you're from there, Lancaster. 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 I actually thought the Amish theme was funny, but he just gave them water. Yeah. Like, I know Maybe you're not- Maybe it wasn't. Oh, was that serious? I thought it was a joke. Like, it was not- No, it, I think it was literally water. Because the way the people, he was, he was pouring it into people's mouths, the way that they were gulping it down is not the way you see people gulp down vodka. And we've seen people gulp down vodka before. Often. And then throw it back up. It's not, you don't drink vodka that easily. It was water. It was so fucking lame. You could have had a lot of fun with the Amish concept, right? You could have had like some weird herb liquor drink or I don't know, mead or something. Could have had Rumspringer. 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 I've never heard of that before. <laughs> you kidding That's me? That's where the Amish go fuck people. Yeah, what's that? There's a whole movie that's about Rumspringa. I forget. There's a whole TV really? show about, it's called Breaking Amish, where these people go, I think it's <laughs> bullshit. But Miss that one. Somehow. That shit's bullshit. But like, Rumspringa, they go, they leave the Amish compound, and they go and just drink and fuck the ray around the, I don't know, the Pennsylvania area for- Sowing their wild around. oats, are they? They literally are sowing their wild oats. <laughs> Listen to our other podcast, Rico Springer, where Rico poses as a young Amish lass to work his way into the Amish society and then goes with them on the rum stringer activities, fucking and sucking his way to Amish gold. That's Rico Springer, anywhere podcasts are heard. Also a video podcast on Patreon. Indeed. I didn't know if Rico's uh, screen was frozen or he was just holding that really weird duck face the whole time. <laughs> that's that's his Amish sex face. <laughs> Rico, what do you? What's the name you go by, Greta? Uh yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> creative enough to think of something different. So yeah, sounds good. Clearly, you are not. Well, there we go. Moving on. Yeah. Um. All right. So you heard us talk about the rooms. That was whatever. It was. It yeah. was a, a a good concept that was terrible in its a its a actual portrayal. And they bought a bunch of shit too. Like you see all the packages they bought for their to do their rooms. Dude. Carl brought in a fucking hay bale. Those things are not cheap. <laughs> Where do like get $60. that at? You got me. You can't get that on Amazon, I would assume, but maybe you can. Uh, you can get anything on Amazon. Yeah, you probably anything. can't get on Amazon, actually. You can order children on Amazon if uh, some of the the rumors are to be believed, and I fucking believe them. It's got to buy a dresser. That's Wayfair. It's got to buy a dresser yeah, big enough. Wayfair. Yeah, Wayfair. <laughs> uh, those, that was a creepy thing, man. That was real creepy. Some of them were like, Pretty spot on. It was like, yeah, we, we like t- yeah. well, saying it's like, a he goes like, we don't talk on. about that. I, I bought five dresses. From I, Wayfair. He's like, I, I, I took my <laughs> I, yeah. down. I, Some people get their furniture at Ikea. <laughs> I get mine at Wayfair. How, how pissed would you be though? If you were just trying to buy a dresser and you're like, well, what this is pretty goddamn, kids now? this is so expensive. You open it up and three kids just fall out. You're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> get back in there. I'm sending it back. Don't cry, Pierre's granola bars. Now shut up and get in the box. Reminds me of the Seinfeld when Kramer had the. Uh, it was oh, the Koreans, right? That were yours. no, they were, they were Japanese, Japanese business. Oh, man. sorry, Japanese that were, were sleeping in his dresser. Oh, God. <laughs> that could not get made today. Eh, probably not. Although it's it's so close to reality today, though, because the Japanese have you seen like that? They have those super cube 
lifestyle like uh, apartments and they're literally it's like the size of my den it's an entire like kitchen whatever and everything pulls out and folds up and like you know it's like uh, a trans like living in a transformer it's like a tiny house but probably in a skyscraper that's exactly what it is Hmm. yeah yeah all right so what let's move on let's talk about getting to the main hub so let's talk about luke's truth and uh i don't know kyle telling Luke his truth and then Ciara fucking inserting herself in the fucking conversation for no goddamn reason. Uh, well, how did it start? I don't really remember. I think he went to, yeah, he went to talk to Ciara, like clear the air, whatever. He's like, I don't know what I did wrong. And then she's like, well, you text me after 10 o'clock when he, he started like, he started to get exasperated, but then he like held it. He's like, Are you, it's like, I can't text you after 10 o'clock. What? <laughs> like, we're roommates. What? When did they establish those rules? By the way, <clears throat> never. When did she say, "Don't All text of a me after." Now. And I'm sure he had been texting her well after ten o'clock. Like I said, dick pictures, you know, poems on the side of his big Minnesota cock, whatever it might be. So, yeah, she's never established these rules until right now. She's like, "Hey, no text me after this time. Also, no looking at my boobs when I'm by the pool." She didn't say that. I'm just projecting. I thought Odie again had something to say, but <laughs> just, <laughs> so just uh, yeah, I guess classic, that's how classic John Oder, Matt nasal inhale. That's all he brings and to then, the show. Yeah. So at some point, I, I forget how it it trans, you know, kind of progressed. Um, Carl was talking to, or so Carl was talking to Carl CR during the party. Car- yeah, Carl and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Kyle were in the kitchen. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that whole thing well, at the party. Yeah, and yeah. and Ciara and yeah, Ciara and Carl are are hitting it off, and and Ciara definitely is like. I'd bang Carl. And Carl's like, yeah, see, I was going to kick it off. I think I'll run it off. <laughs> yeah, the Carl way he does. Kyle yes. was doing a good job being a wingman, though, kind of setting it up. That was, he was, he was doing good so by his friends. What was but. weird is Carl was started, like, obviously he was hammered. And then he started talking so much shit about Luke when Luke wasn't yeah. in the room. And Luke's like walking up the stairs. He's like, what? And then. He talks even more shit to him, like even worse, and just going off. And I, like, you got to commend Luke for not losing his shit there. Like, right. all of a sudden, this asshole's attacking you for what? Like, he didn't do anything. So he has a flirty nature. Like, is that the biggest sin in the world? I, I oh, mean, yeah. there are plenty of people are like that. Because, it so means- and I don't know about Carl's past, but they kind of showed some of it. I guess he. Carl has a bit of a, a checkered past with women treating them poorly. Oh, Carl! Carl so, was a man whore. He he was a super drunk for several seasons. He fucked his way through the house. He fucked everybody in the house forever. But then that's such fucking horseshit, though. You're Carl. Okay, so you fucked your way through the house. Fine. Now for some reason that's Luke's problem because he's like, I was you, man. No, you fuck you, you fucking jackass. And then Kyle. With the line of the the jerk off, fucking, I'm trying to impress the viewership in my Be- drunken before way. We line that, episode. Be- before we get to okay, that, before we get to that, my favorite part of the episode is when Carl is just basically, you know, yelling at Luke, and they're going back and forth, and it it, it would go like Carl, Luke, Kyle, and it would go to Kyle, and his face was just, <laughs> and it would go Carl, Luke, <laughs> Kyle. Deep. A gape. <laughs> and then Ciara. And then Ciara comes in. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you, crazy chick who has had her mind poisoned. And Hannah now has clearly poisoned the whole fucking house. Which, by the way, I love how Kyle 
is now attacking yeah. Luke. Oh, you're okay. You're attacking Luke, the guy who you don't realize you've been gaslit by Hannah, the biggest piece of shit in the house, who, by the way, just fucking shat all over your relationship and you somehow ended up apologizing to, you fucking idiot. Yeah. How did he get on her side? And and Luke was just standing there taking this abuse when he probably could have kicked both of their asses. It's, it's a kind Minnesota. Time. It's that kind Minnesota heart he has. They're a very, they're, look, I have actually, I wore this shirt for the podcast. It says, keep Minnesota <laughs> passive aggressive. And then at the bottom, it says, or Don't not, you know. whatever you think is best. <laughs> <laughs> that Luke was embodying this shirt. He's like, I want to ki- kill these people, but I'm just going to take it quietly and see how it goes. <laughs> Do you think the producers encouraged him to go back in the house? I don't know. Well, we're not there yet. Hold on. All in good time. All in good time. So anyway, they're they're yelling, yelling back and forth, right? And then Kyle drops the fucking, the most cringy eye-rolling line of the episode where he starts yelling at Luke because he goes, man, I'm not okay with your quest for power over females. And he just hears him say that. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's just trying to get laid, man. He's and just then he trying said, to get laid. Kyle he fucking... followed up and said, I used to be the same way. <laughs> it was so goddamn ridiculous. And I'm looking on Twitter, right? I'm like, I was watching it live tweeting uh, the episode like a little bit later you know, uh, on Bravo and Beer Twitter follows. And I'm like, oh, my fucking... Are you kidding me? I was like, the whole gaslighting thing. I was like, the whole house is gaslighting Luke. I can't believe this is shooting up the place. And I've seen some chicks are like, you know, Kyle, he speaks for all of us right now. He speaks for all of us. And I'm like, he doesn't speak for any of you. What are you talking about? This is nonsense. You're an imbecile. He's blacked out out drunk. There's your knight in shining armor, a drunk, a drunken, blacked out midget yelling PC (laughs) slogans at a guy. But he started out. He's like, Luke, let me help you out here. That's how he started. And then he started (laughs) screaming at him. Like, (laughs) what the fuck is going on here? Rico, let me help you out here. You're terrible. Nobody will ever love you. John, let me help you out. Pittsburgh is a city full of people with IQs of 16 or less. Yeah, uh, ridiculous. Not far. All right. Uh, anything else on this episode or show? Well, we, uh, obviously go he goes game? out and then he finally loses it, which I, I don't know how anyone can blame him. He got attacked by like five different people and he didn't do anything. He was just like sitting yeah. outside, probably sitting on his step, waiting for someone to have a good conversation with. And step. he comes up and then <laughs> drunk Carl's talking shit about him for, he didn't do anything. He didn't, I mean, other than, I don't know what, he, he hasn't done anything wrong, really. Except apologize. No, no, he he was didn't he, he came he came up from talking he was talking to Lindsay right and everybody's oh, walking yeah. by and it's like oh I can't believe they're talking to each other that's right insane. yeah because well like, again because of Hannah because Hannah's gaslighting be like he just wants to fuck everybody he doesn't care Hannah is gaslighting everybody Hannah's poisoned the house against him Luke's done nothing to any of these people but Hannah has turned everybody against him so thoroughly that it doesn't even fucking matter. Did you, did you so, notice yeah. the part where um, Lindsay came out on the balcony when she heard the rumor and was like yelling at them down at the pool and yeah. Hannah just like looked down, didn't say a fucking word. 
Yeah, and then later she's like, I feel like everyone blames me for everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I guess it was the other person that brought up a random rumor from some <laughs> fucking two-bit psychic and spreads it to everyone. Yeah, I, it must have been someone else. Fucking, fucking piece of shit. Hannah yeah, is she's terrible. She's awful. Awesome. The worst person on the show. But reality TV producers love someone like yeah. Hannah. Well, you got to have her. I mean, you can't yeah. just have nice people. No. Yeah. She, you that love to hate her. You love that's probably. Her. I mean, obviously, that's how she got cast. She's like, eh, she's not attractive. No, she was okay the first season. I mean, I think she got she. The way these people all get cast is kind of like the Real Housewives. They bring in friends of theirs, and I was like, yo. Know, and first, Hannah came on. I was like, okay, well, she's definitely uninteresting, and she's definitely unattractive, but she is willing to have guys come in her mouth fairly often, and she likes to play tennis. So there you go. I guess she made up for it. But that came back summer, to bite us all. Two the summer ass. activities fits. <laughs> they both involve balls. That's the only question you fill out. How many types of ball interaction do you enjoy? And she put four, and they were like, "You're done. You're in." <laughs> Chelsea says Hannah makes me feel better about myself. I think she makes us all feel better about ourselves. Yeah. See, it's it's therapy for all of us, really. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on. I will say we have to wait yet another episode to see a duelist fight a little person. I'm sure they won't actually fight, though. Yeah, it wouldn't last very long. Did they show, they didn't show any uh, foreshadowing, did they? Any highlights after this episode? I don't remember seeing anything. I think so. No, they gave us an extended yelling, fighting, whatever. It makes us want to see even more what happens when they don't even push it. It even said on the screen to be continued. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how would we, previous how would we know? <laughs> where there was a clear end to the storyline. <laughs> the other episodes in this 20 episode season where you didn't know if they were ever coming back. <laughs> thanks. Uh, or thanks, Summer House producers, you geniuses. Um, okay, so here's a quick inter- interstitial before 90 day. Another long episode. Um, this is what I think we, we should do for our Patreon. I think we should do one of these on the regular episode and then two of these for Patreon when we launch it. This We're going to launch it this week. So Penny's been, been saying we should do Am I the Asshole, which is a Reddit forum where people pose a question wondering if they're the asshole or not. So I picked one out. I'm going to read it, and you guys can tell me who's the asshole here. And I think this will be our okay. Patreon. Okay. All right. So Sounds it's easy. Am I the Asshole? And this has 30,000 upvotes. So, you know, it's a popular question. Am I the Asshole for faking sleeping all night to see if my wife is lying? Here's the story. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll truncate it. The past couple of months, my wife has been complaining about her cats. She says that they wake her up, that they are up constantly. She's frustrated. She has to open the door for the cats all the time, that they are making noises and all this bullshit, right? So she says she wants him to get rid of the cats. So the guy says, okay, you know, she keeps claiming she's getting up all night, letting these cats out, that they're, they're making her life uh, a nightmare, that they're being very aggressive, right? So he goes, all right, well, here's what I'm going to do. One night, I waited until she said she was going to bed. I let the cats out of our bedroom, lowered my phone brightness, and faked going to sleep. I laid there in the bed for the entire night bored, but I did not fall asleep. <laughs> I made sure to take timestamps on my phone every 30 minutes <laughs> through Discord just to be sure he wasn't asleep so he didn't miss anything. <laughs> I marked on every noise the cats made. One cat jumped down from something and made a little sound at 3.18 a.m. 
One cat ate food relatively quietly by the bedroom door at 4.57 a.m. Other than that, nothing happened. Sure enough, my wife slept from 11 p.m. until 9 p.m. or 9 a.m. And that morning, she claimed to him that she had woken up seven times, at least seven times, she says, to open doors for cat noises and cats jumping on her, even though the guy had put them outside of the bedroom. She had cats jumping on her. At this point, I was pissed because she was clearly lying to me. I was exhausted and fed up with the lies, so I bluntly called her out on it. I told her, that's funny. I stayed up all night to monitor the cats. They weren't even in the room <laughs> long all last night. I have time stamps and everything. <laughs> so you've been lying to me and trying to convince me to get rid of my cats. Why? She just sat there quietly shaking and looking pissed, then got up and left without answering. She came back hours later and ignored me whenever I talked. And when I asked her how I'm the bad guy in this situation, she finally said that I was treating her like a child by lying and about sleeping and staying up all night just to see if she was lying or not. <laughs> and then making timestamps and everything as if I was an investigator was going too far and makes me an obsessive asshole. I did it because she was threatening to make me get rid of my cats or she'd leave me. And her claims didn't add up. Am I the oh, asshole? This is the easiest one ever. All right, well, what's Go ahead, Rico. Take take the first 30,000 upvotes. I can't imagine how one person said he's the asshole. She lied to him. She lied to him, and then she did the classic bitch move. You know a girl is a bitch when you call them out on their lies, and they make it about something else other than their fucking lies. They fucking lied. So own up your shit. You don't do it. (laughs) Fucking tell the reason. Like, I don't like cats. I caught caught you fucking my brother. I'm pissed off about it. You know, you've got anger issues like that. (laughs) Not only is the guy not an asshole, he should get out of the relationship. If it's his wife, he should divorce her. Because anyone who is that manipulative (laughs) and then non-apologetic about being called on is a psychopath. And you should not be with that person. So actually, maybe... Maybe the guy is an asshole. You know what? I've talked myself into him being the asshole <laughs> if he doesn't divorce her immediately. I'm getting way too worked up about this. So I, the, I can't wait for his follow-up am I the asshole. Go ahead, Odie. I, I have a different take a little bit. No, um, you're an asshole. Unless you agree with me completely, you're an asshole too. I, I think they're both assholes. Um, any, I mean, first of all, anyone who has cats is an asshole. Sorry to our audience members if they have cats, but you're an asshole. Um, cats are stupid. Cats are annoying. Cats will keep you up at night. Cats do all kinds of stupid shit. And if cats were big enough, they would kill you. That's a fact. It's science. Oh, Look uh, it up. for sure. Cats said, oh, oh, I think, I think straight cap. It must be our buddy Maurice. I'm guessing. Uh, he's in on the Patreon. I agree, Odie. And you read stories. I mean, granted, you read stories about dogs eating people too, but I read way more stories about old people dying and their cats eat them every time. Yeah, every time your fucking cats eat you. Of course they do. They don't care about you. They hate you. They hate yep. you. They're they hate plotting you. to kill you. But I, I will say this. I mostly agree you know, with everything Rico said. But staying up the entire night and documenting oh, it. Oh, shit. I guess it wasn't Maurice that's straight capping. Damn. <laughs> isn't, Mar- isn't Maurice just Maurice? Isn't that what he shows I up thought as? he was, but I guess not. <laughs> well, straight capping, identify yourself other than a fucking moniker, you scumpag. All right, keep going, Odie. You lost as a listener. What happened? Oh, no. He's um, not losing shit. The only thing he's losing is his fucking V card when he hires a prostitute. Tonight. I hate Keep cats going. too, Penny. But it's the principle of the matter. 
It could have been about frogs. Whatever. <laughs> All right, keep but, going. Oh, yeah, Let's just just, just to wrap this up, up, put put a bow on it. Um, both assholes. Yeah, but I, I, I ultimately, I agree with Rico. The biggest asshole is the wife for lying about it and creating this entire issue. Um, she should have had the... Uh, you know, the gumption, the uh, the backbone to come forward and just say, hey, guess what? I don't like your cats. Let's do something. Let's keep them downstairs. Let's keep them out of the room. Let's do something else. So end of the day, I think the, the wife there is in the wrong. Fucking A. By the way, for our listeners at home, Straight Captain, it was Maurice after all. I think he just has cats. Fuck your cats, Maurice. Straight Captain is Maurice. What? Why is black? Wait, Maurice is black. Why do black guys like cats so much? Mike Tyson had a fucking tiger. They love cats. Why? If cats have pit bulls, those don't even get one. Up. One black person and one tiger. And now you think. Yeah, I'm not, make, I'm not making this out a lot of. I haven't done a lot of surveys. It's <laughs> on one, one professional boxer and Maurice. <laughs> Here's a trend, my friend, as I said. Um, now, so I'm just laughing at Kimberly says, fuck cats, especially Colts cats. There you go. What what more argument do you think to, to, to both people's points of view? Rico, this guy is an asshole. He should dump his wife. She's clearly a psychopathic bitch. I, I agree. Like, you know, if just be upfront, Tony's point, just be upfront and tell him you don't want the cats or just deal with it. You know what? Cats will die eventually. Why do you, I don't know, slowly poison them. There you go. There's a solution. Yeah. <laughs> Kill them. Slowly poison them. <laughs> Flowers in the attic. A, uh, Crazy '80s movie. It's about there you a go. Grandmother. Well, I actually have a quick, poisoning. quick uh, cat sitting story. When when you're done, this is Brian. gonna be our longest oh. episode. This is gonna be a two hour episode, by the way. I'll keep it two real, hours. real quick. Actually, you know what? I will tell at the beginning of next episode. I'll save it. I'll save. All it. All right, save your grandma's cat story. I will say one it's thing. Not my cats grandma. Do help it's you not with. my grandma. So next week, just to recap, we have Odie's cat sitting story and Brian's number four. Number four. Number four. Grossest number place four. I pooped. <laughs> so I, can we fast forward a week i i can't wait that's a high level teaser high level teasers here by the way one thing i'll say for cats uh they do protect you from goblins as per stephen king's cat side let's not forget that to protect your baby from goblins all right well clearly Rico one in the cat pro cat cop. i've never seen all right moving on so yeah yeah clearly his wife's the asshole the guy's not the asshole but i think this is the patreon i think yeah we've got i let's do it Let's start doing it. We're going to do our Patreon. We'll do one live on the show per episode and we'll do two for Patreon. We'll find a We'll find a time. I'll get that started, guys. It'll be up by next episode. There you go. Am I the asshole on our Patreon? It'll probably All become right. more popular than this show, and then we'll swap them. Then we'll do the Patreon. I hope so. <laughs> we'll do a two-hour <laughs> Patreon of Bravo and Beer and Summer House. I can't wait. <laughs> 15, Fantastic. A 15-minute podcast that, that nets us 90 grand a year, and then a two-hour podcast on Patreon for $12. Ah, we're business men. It's our, pa- it's our passion. Yeah. All right. 90-day, gentlemen. 90 day. All right. I think, well, I think we actually only had what four couples because we had two bye weeks this week. We had Andrew and Amira were off. And then uh, who else was off? Someone else, right? Uh, Stephanie was off. Oh, yeah. Stephanie and uh, Ryan slash Harris. We did get a little teaser on uh, Andrew and Amira where they were showing Andrew talking to his mother, and his mother's like, Oh, maybe she didn't even have an anxiety attack. Yeah. So Andrew's now obviously know, just lying out his ass. Now we know why yeah. why Andrew is such a piece of shit because it's straight 
Like uh, Brian's daughter poops everywhere. Got it from her dad. <laughs> Andrew's a fucking huge asshole. Got it from his mom. Yeah. This random girl just, oh, you know what? He, she's going to go quarantine in a Mexican jail and then quarantine for two weeks in Serbia just to, I don't, what's the end game? I don't know. But yeah, she's she made using it you. She's using <laughs> you, Andrew. She wants to have babies. Oh, wait, no. She, oh, sorry. She said she didn't want to have babies with you or she wasn't sure she wanted to wait. Okay. Well, she's. She wants that right, assistant daycare that. director money. Later. She yeah. <laughs> she just said that she wanted Andrew to quit being a terrible person. That's it. Well, that's anyway. not for my son. I didn't raise right. my son to not be a son of a bitch. Okay. All right. Uh, who do you well, want we to start well, I think let's go through Tariq and Hazel real quick. I mean, that's an easy one, usually. Can we start um, with the most important thing in the Tariq and Hazel saga right now? I, it depends what it is. But Tariq wearing an Ohio State jersey? <laughs> no, that fuck off. that. That threw me no. off. He's not from Ohio, is he? I know 95% of 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> and Rico does Ohio. 90% of the people that live in Ohio, so he would have met him by now. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, it's that, and I and I'm on Reddit now. I posted this Reddit thing and in, in the in the forums there. Uh, to pro tip for for Tariq, if you're getting married in like a all white suit and you want to wear like your bow tie and your tux jacket and your fucking bright white pants, why do you load all this shit in your fucking car before you get into that outfit? You guys notice he's loading all the shit up in his bow tie and tux. He's like, let me load in uh, the chairs. What do I got? I got 40 chairs here to load in. Let me change first. What do I got to load in six <laughs> pillars? Let me let me make sure to wear my fucking tux before I put this shit in the car. Nice work. Yeah, I mean, nice he work, didn't idiot. sweat through it. So I guess he knew what he was doing. Uh, How do you know? It's white. He might have sweat through the whole thing. You wouldn't be able to see it. It's not like he's sweating out fucking battery acid. Have you ever loaded a car? And it wasn't like it was like yeah, a bunch no, of chairs no, and some other never stuff. Never put anything in a car. <laughs> I, I don't believe you have Rico. What, what people kind of do planning do you have here? Hey, go, put, tell your daughter to go put the shit in the car. She can do it. Like when I load thing? a car, I sweat like a son of a bitch. I gotta take a shower well, afterwards. Look, just bending up. And he lives in what? Like, is he in Ohio? Roanoke? Like, like in, no, he's in Virginia. Virginia. And it's like it's it April. It's got to be decently warm. Either way, I don't give a shit. The chairs you're picking up are rented. They've got to yeah. be dirty. You're in a white tuxedo. All right. Well, Load yeah, that was, that was dumb. I'm not defending you him. Fucking change, you He's idiot. Dumb. Just leave the Ohio State stuff on. Wear that. Load the car. <laughs> put your suit in a uh, little travel bag and change when you get to the place. Fact, but he made I'm sure to put his me. hat on because, you know, you don't want to get the, your scalp dirty. Yeah. I'm going to get Brian an Ohio State jersey just for those emergency sessions where he has to poop against the fence. I don't want him to waste a good uh, kickball shirt. Ohio State jersey. I'll actually intentionally give myself (laughs) bad diarrhea just to use that. (laughs) I'll go back to the same place. They'll be like, they'll put a camera up just, the rest of the house won't have cameras up just between those two bushes. There's one camera, but like, Damn, they've got you. Do you remember? Uh, obviously, you, you'd remember. And I'm sure Odie doesn't remember. But uh, this guy who used to kind of uh, hang around us our freshman year, Fat Nate, he carried <laughs> yeah. a sweat rag ar- around with him because <laughs> he was fat. He sweated all the time. So he literally, <laughs> surprisingly, was not a girl picker-upper at the frat parties. Like, why no. do you have that? 
Oh, just wipe your sweat. Uh, yeah. But he was a great guy but, to have around in case you wanted to randomly have a slip and slide. You just uh, put down a trash yeah. bag, send him down first, and you're set. But Brian could carry around an Ohio State jersey in his back pocket, like kind of <laughs> hanging out. And people were like, why do you have that Ohio State jersey hanging out of your pocket? He's like, in case I'm driving home and I need to take a shit in a bush. <laughs> I get so Got many high fives. Man, yeah. how, you, how great would it be if people just go up like, hey, Ohio State. I'm like, this is for if I have to poop. <laughs> it's actually only to wipe my ass in case I can't make it to a bathroom. <laughs> Exclusively for ass wiping. Uh, all right. So getting back in uh, Tariq and uh, and Natalie. Um, well, oh, Tariq we and got, Natalie. do we get a couple swap? Tariq and Natalie. <laughs> yeah. You, I, what do you think? I bet Tariq would be into it. You don't think Natalie yeah. and Tariq uh, and Hazel? I think that would be working out. Uh, okay, the big-ass stripper should have been the flower girl, by the way, not his daughter, just FYI. And, yeah, so <laughs> Maurice, a.k.a. Straight Captain, says, the brief, I have a brother who is dead to me comment. <laughs> I also Didn't laugh. he say he's dead to me currently? <laughs> I, I think so. Because <laughs> he had his giant, super fat brother. Like, who uh, drove from Utah? Obese. Yeah, well, it, it was kind of funny. Like, and this was early in the pandemic, I guess. They didn't know, like, actually the comorbidities. And they're talking about, like, yeah, well, you know, my, my mother couldn't come because she's older, but my huge obese brother decided <laughs> to come from Utah and be exposed to COVID. Probably not the best move. <laughs> it was an outdoor fly. wedding, though. It's, it's an outdoor wedding. But yeah, that dude was fucking huge. And my favorite part was Tariq's, like, well, you know, because my brother, who's dead to me, isn't here. He's like, you know, my older brother's here, and that fills a void. And I look at his 400-pound <laughs> older brother, Mike. He fills a lot of void. He yeah. fills a, quite a large void, if you know what I mean. Well, let's hope he's okay. I mean, we don't know, we don't know that he's, you know, not okay. But. Yeah. What, do you okay. think we're speaking ill of the dead? I'm sure he's fine <laughs> or we would have heard about it on Twitter. How would have really? we heard about it? Who <laughs> would we have heard about this uh, random guy in 90 days? The Reddit forums on 90 Day Fiance would have told me if Tariq's morbidly obese brother had died. I guarantee you. They would have. Reddit knows I, all. Reddit does all the spoilers. All the things are available. Oh, yeah, stay off. I can't, I can't be disturbed. I know. Uh, yeah. Oh, I did okay, think so Tariq... Else? Yeah, I just I wanted them to be quick, but I think Tariq planned a pretty good wedding, all things considered. It it actually looked nicer than Rebecca's wedding. If it I was had. actually a super nice spot. I think it was at, was it at the same I think it was at was the that same L. Ron Hubbard's church or something. Yeah, I think it was the same place as the psychic couch in the basement. Well, that's what he said. A nice yeah. place outside. Yeah. I mean, he, look, it was a it was actually a beautiful venue. It had that nice little stream and it was by you know it was i actually thought it was a great venue i i agree i give him credit i thought it was a very nice setting it's the only compliment i'll ever give Tariq. very nice setting. Tariq's fine he's i mean you look he's at the other smart. people on the show i don't know that oh he's no he's smart. by far he's by far the best of them but he's just not smart actually zed's i think is a good guy i love zed uh, it's hard to tell with Zied with the, with the uh, language barrier, but yeah, I, I would say well, yeah. It's hard Tariq, with Tariq's language barrier too, being you know an idiot. <laughs> Difficult. <laughs> the uh, thing that, that Tariq has going for him is all of his friends. He seems to surround himself with decent people who uh, kind of steer him in the right direction. I, I need to learn what from Tariq because look at what I clearly. <laughs> well, what is Tariq? Uh, that's the question. What are all these nice people doing hanging around with him? Is he like? 
the slow kid they met at lunch recess and just like hung around. Like, what the fuck is happening? Why are they, what are they seeing him? I don't get it. He's a nice guy. Jesus. Why, why, what are oh, we right, shooting whatever. on Tariq this episode? Come on. All right, whatever. No, Tariq's fine. He did a good job of his wedding. Let's move on. We'll move on. Right. They were boring. Right. Their Let's go to Rebecca boring. and Ziad. Just get that. It was nice uh, that it was nice that her parents phoned in at 3 a.m. That was sweet. Yeah. But we're not here to the show to be sweet. Moving on. All right. Rebecca and Ziad. Um my the only thing I, I took away from this is the only uh, one takeaway. Well, the the major takeaway. Well, one, Rebecca couldn't fit into her dress. She's like, yeah, it's because you ordered it online. That, that's why. <laughs> and um, dresses are not necessarily a- made like to fit into. They're tailored to. Uh, yeah, well, that's true. But well, uh, she ordered it like- two sizes too big and it still didn't fit. I think that says more about you than the dress. Yeah. Maybe the chicken shack is weighed more heavily on your on your frame. I swear I'm a size four. bullshit i don't know what i ordered this online they must be in european sizes because mm. Uh, but i love she's like i'll just a fat woman walked into the shoe store today (laughs) i like also she's like all right she's had this cinderella carriage right and she straps on this corset and i was like i I make it up like i don't remember a stripper being in cinderella Also, I like her daughter giving her shit uh, about. I can't remember exactly what the line was, but she's laughing. She's like, "She's like, well, this is your fourth wedding, <laughs> third one I've been to. Third, can yeah, you imagine that, being that? Oh, that was three? it. And she's she's only like twenty one or twenty two, right? She's already been to yeah. three of her mom's weddings. That's yeah, fucking crazy. Yeah." Oh, so that was it. She's like, I wish Brandon was here to walk me down the aisle. She's like, well, I've walked you down the aisle three times and they've all failed. You know, maybe it's bad luck that he was there for the other three. Uh, so my, my favorite part of uh, of this episode was when, when she's getting walked down the aisle. But I guess her two, was it her two son-in-laws or one son-in-law and one son? Yeah, they took time out or, from deer hunting to, to show up and walk. Exactly. Yeah, they hadn't. They just, yeah, they're hey, wearing Ma, jeans. We came from hats. the minor league baseball game, and we just show, yeah, yeah, ball caps. Thanks for dressing up, pal. They got dips in. Yeah, they're just they couldn't even. The guy with the, the her fucking daughter's boyfriend or husband with his giant shitty tattoo across his chest. Couldn't even fucking button that bitch up to cover up his gross tattoo. You didn't he get that shitty tattoo to cover it up. People need to see it. <laughs> I got the, I got hillbilly prison tattoo pride up my hair. I don't cover this shit for nobody. The the best part they they walk uh, Rebecca down and uh, you know put her next to Zied, and uh, the officiant goes, "Who gives this woman to be married?" And uh, that's where somebody should have like, yelled, "Who gives a fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, her son-in-law is like, "Uh." uh Son-in-law uh, just turns turns around, <laughs> walks off. Like, <laughs> oh, and the officiant goes, "Splendid." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Says, I actually kind of want to get into this uh, officiating wedding gig because there's got to be just hilarious, hilarious oh, fucking totally. stories. Listen to our other podcast, official officiating odiousness that didn't really make sense i was going somewhere it failed i'm just going to abort mid podcast pitch here anywhere podcasts are heard 
So well, that's, I gotta that's Brian's Pappy. first failed joke ever. Write that down. <laughs> yeah. I know. They, they that was a funny joke in itself, Odie. They rarely happen. Well, that's Odie's first successful joke. Write that down. <laughs> Penny says, I want to see pictures of Rebecca's, Rebecca's <laughs> other various weddings to compare. Amen. Can we have a special <laughs> fucking show? Well, hey, can you I imagine it us weekly the at the grocery store? Oh, my God. It's like one of those. I want like an America's Honeyest. I want America's Funniest Home Videos. Like, I want like, you know, like back. I want the 80s VHSs of these fucking prior weddings. Like, what? What do you guys, if you each had to take, if you had to paint a picture, what would it be? Briefly, well, I think they get progressively you? worse. I think that's the first one was probably in a church. Probably had, you know, a fair amount of people I there. I don't think so. I think it's the opposite. I think the first one was maybe like uh, with a motorcycle gang. Um, <laughs> she's on the sec- back of a motorcycle a guy rides by and just goes like does like the cross symbol on his head and points to them and they're married well the second one we know it was another uh 90 day right 90 day visa uh, i think know that was the third second one, one? that was yeah. the third one oh, it was that the third- was the oh, moroccan right. guy that she lived in the exact same apartment as she currently lives in so i don't know what the second one was but yeah i i mean i am I am so curious. Uh, when we uh, roll in Patreon money, we can hire a uh, an intern oh. to dig up this information for us. Private investigator. The Bravo and Beer documentary. That's yes. that's the series. That's the goal. That's the if you guys give us fifty thousand dollars, we will make a Bravo and Beer documentary finding out about Rebecca's previous weddings. I pledge you that. That is done. Okay, so getting get it moving this forward. Yeah, I I did love that she was giving Zed shit about wearing jeans to the wedding and these two fucking dipshits walking down the aisle chewing shit uh but Zed honestly does see he i mean i'm looking for the fucking what he gets out of this but I, apparently he just gets rebecca and he seems happy about it and it, it boggles my mind but apparently he's very happy so Feels so happy. nice so happy <laughs> i love Zied. i love when he says guy. how happy he is and when he has no facial emotion that's my <laughs> favorite Zied. so happy <laughs> Well, I think he has no idea what's fucking happy. Like the guy was like, so blah 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 blah. And Zia's like, okay, like no fucking clue what the guy just said. The guy could have been like, do you agree to have your foreskin chopped off and and paste it on as a second eyelid? And he'd be like, yes. You know, like well, that's my favorite thing about Zaid is like when Rebecca is saying something to him. And she's saying it in a clearly fucking pissed off tone. She, like, are you just going to sit there on playing video games on the couch while I'm looking for my wedding room? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I didn't speak the same language as my wife. Oh, it'd be so great. I mean, like, you can't understand. Like, I remember, like, and, I mean, obviously, if she's yelling, you kind of have some idea. But maybe he, maybe he, he does it because she's English. yelled at him plenty of times. He just says, yeah. How do we know that he doesn't speak impeccable English and he's just way smarter than we give him credit for? I think he's he just is. like, he's like, uh, if I, he's like, they're like, after the show ends and season ends and they break up, he's like, he's like, yes, I speak a very fluent English. I actually didn't tell Rebecca I have a tutor in international negotiation and a monetary financial background. However, you know, she yells so much, I just figured I'd just shut up and, uh, you know, she was, she was, she was, she shuts up. 
Yeah, you know, this way I I can continue to do what I want to do, and she just uh, you know shuts the fuck up. It's great. It's good for me. It's good for Zia. Very smart. <laughs> All right, moving on. Who's next? All right. Well, let's go to Jovi and Yara then. Oh, um, Jovi. Jovi is a big, big spender on the wedding ring. Apparently, never yeah, bought a wedding ring myself, but I can imagine <laughs> if I do. I won't be like twelve hundred dollars. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and then it's like he was like he's like, well, I already got the engagement ring, but I was like, if I recall, your engagement rings were two gold bands, which were about three hundred bucks each. This is this is my gold band costs three hundred dollars. I'm showing it to the camera, three hundred dollars gold band in Los Angeles. I'm sure, it's cheaper elsewhere. Yeah, my uh, my wedding band it's uh, made of tungsten. Doesn't even fit anymore, but uh, it was like yeah, two hundred bucks. <laughs> You're lucky you took that shit off. You know tungsten, you imbecile. <laughs> You're not supposed to wear those because you can't cut them off. If that gets stuck in something, people's fingers get ripped off. Ah, that's a myth. That's a myth. I guarantee you it's not. Listen to other podcasts <laughs> where we explore the myths of people's fingers getting ripped off at weddings. It's called Wedding or Massacre. And basically, we find out who had a wedding finger ripped off, uh, how they got it ripped off. It's actually all it's all ripped off fingers, right? We've only done ripped off fingers. None of them have been myths so far. All ripped off fingers to this date. Anyway, I'm gonna get one of those uh there's like rubber ones they sell which you can do anything a in. Finger? And then maybe I'll get them to uh, sponsor our podcast. Odie, I'm sure you have many rubber fingers in your fucking bedside cabinet, but we don't need to hear about them on this show. Keep that to yourself, buddy. Well, that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, so also about Joey's spending habits. How much? Okay. Well, one, I guess we just jumped over this. I jumped over it since I started talking about them. Jumping around. Where were they playing? Were they playing blackjack? Where were they playing? Because it appeared they were playing to, blackjack. They were I touching try, uh, the cards. You could do that. You can do that. Because I was trying to figure they, that out too. You they were playing single, to single, deck. Cards, single, single deck. Single deck. I was wondering if it was single deck blackjack. Yeah, it had you to play be. Single deck blackjack. I think they, they had might to be have Vegas. been. Uh, I think they might have been at the Hard Rock because I think they had single deck there, or may, it had to be a smaller casino. Maybe they were off the strip or at the old Vegas because yeah, it wasn't it that had loud. To be Vegas. And you're allowed to in single deck pick up the cards, but only with right. one hand, which is what he's yelling about. And then you have to. Like, that's the thing. Single deck blackjack's the way to go. By the way, pro tip out there. Single deck blackjack, the way to go. Um, so, by the way, do you think Joby lost more money in his last blackjack bet than he spent on the engagement? Which was what I was going to ask. Yeah, let's talk about that. What an idiot. Like, uh, <laughs> not how you play blackjack. Yeah, Pretty escalate sure. the bets when you're doing well. You don't just go all in. Why the fuck yeah. do you go all in before? Well, did he go all in before the hand? Well, obviously you have to. Well, you have. But... <laughs> yeah, Rico, you can't. You can't go all in. Look, I got 21. I'm gonna go all in. Um, <laughs> but like, what? What the fuck are you? They yeah, know. Sense. I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. And Yara did brutal. not seem upset at all because you probably had no idea how much money he just lost. Maybe it was just stacks oh, no. of like. Dollar ones, chips. yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was only like twenty eight dollars. Maybe they were playing two dollar tables. You know, like at yeah, maybe they were at the Vegas casino. Maybe they were at the OYO casino, which is the Hooters casino renamed. We talked about this, where the they, O and the Y and the, the Hooters o casino the definitely had single deck. I've played it there before. Yeah, they, they I, that might have been where they're at. Because I'm trying to think of the colors because I played there. But the dealer wasn't a Hooters door. girl. 
Oh, true. Oh, yeah. You it just reminded dude. me. It was a gross dude in full I have like, clothing. I have like two or three hundred dollars in chips from Bali's. I'll have to hmm. remember to bring from uh, the time that you made me leave so quickly. I couldn't even have time to what? go cash out. Yeah, what we were that? sitting at Bally's. I think you were going to meet. I like how someone. nothing's ever your fault, Rico. No, no, Brian's like, well, we got to meet some. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you oh, you mean like I was going to make good on a. Uh, <laughs> eh, not a hooker. We're not talking about a hooker here, by the way, guys. Yeah, you're like, oh, we don't have time. We don't have time for you to cash out. I'm like, what does We didn't have time. We don't have time. He's, he's already here. He's waiting. <laughs> yeah. I never it was a guy out. bringing me an egg salad sandwich, for those of you who don't know. It was an egg salad sandwich guy. It's hard to get him. He's very popular in Vegas. Yeah. So, anyways, Jovi uh, lost more money. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out the math here. Like, you're, you're complaining about twelve hundred dollars, and you, yeah, you, you clearly he, he lost at least a hundred. I would say could have been more than that. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and also they went to those giant jeweler. Do you see? They went to the jewelist house. It was like John Fish, and they walked in, and it was like a goddamn Andre the Giant was like, "Hello, do you want a ring?" Well, let me offer you a chicken wing. It was like, what the fuck? Andre. Get it? So like Princess Bride. Don't remember. I don't remember that. I don't remember it as uh, giant and all. He rhymes. Andre the Giant rhymes. I remember Andre the Giant. I don't remember that guy in 90 Day being a giant. He He was huge. What can I get you? Would you like a ring? I don't think that happened. I don't think it happened. Moving on. Um, by the way, Mark, <laughs> our buddy Mark got married at the same place that Jovi and Yara will be married. Oh, That's do they fact. get, do they have their picture on the wall? Is that like one of those? They things? had an Elvis wedding and I remember I was so pissed because they're like, we didn't get a picture with Elvis. I'm like, then why did you go to the Elvis <laughs> wedding place? You fucking idiot. That's the whole point. If you're gonna get married by Elvis is to get a picture with Elvis. Idiot. So anyway. I love when they ask Jovi, so does uh, does Yara know who Elvis is? No. No. <laughs> so random Elvis story, uh, real quick. Uh, I was talking to Jordan today, as I would do with my son. We, we discussed things. And I'm like, what happened in school today? It's like, well, in, in social studies, we were talking about, you know, different religions that are kind of weird. It's like, you know, there's a religion that believes Elvis was God, and they have thousands of followers. Were and you guys aware of this? this in school? <laughs> they weren't teaching. They were talking about other religions other than the religions you would have heard of. And the teacher's like talking about a religion where people believe that Elvis was God, which seems like right. a weird God. To is, have. is that a religion? I thought that was Apparently just Apparently it is. No, no it was, he was know, actually man. God. If I'm being honest, if there's one religion that appeals to me more than the other ones, having Elvis. All right. So let me get this straight. You have to go out. People love you. You bang a bunch of chicks, do a bunch of drugs. You get fat. You die in a toilet. I'm in so far. Minus the getting fat part. Yeah, you know. That's true. I've been I've been striving to stay thin. You know, gotta Mm -hmm. one of us has to be attractive on this podcast, otherwise our Patreon's ruined. Yeah. But one one last thing about Jovi and Yara. So Jovi goes to get his tuck spitting, right? And and it's like you know, he goes to the tuck shop and the chick's like, when are you getting married? And he's like, tomorrow. And she's like, oh, but I, in Vegas, I'm sure that happens all the time. All the time. That tuck yeah. shop. It must be the biggest tuck shop. I guarantee you that tuck shop is one of the biggest in the country. Yeah, he, he, said, he said it in a way where he was like expecting 
a reaction. Oh, yeah. tomorrow. And she's like, okay, let's go. We're going to go back here. Yeah. She's like, like this <laughs> is Vegas. Of course. Of course, tomorrow. It, it, people do this all the time. It's Las Vegas. This is what people yeah. come here for. Yeah. So that was easy enough. And then uh, uh, I made this note, right? The chick that helped him out, she was clearly, she had these like weird braids, like blue and black, and she had the sides of her head shaved, and she was kind of butch. Jovi was into her. I, I was tell. into her. I am into her. I don't know. I don't know why. I was like, I, I broke down like, why do I want to bang the tuxedo weird girl? She must be a lesbian, but I still, I don't know, man. I something about her. I just want to bang. I think she was yeah. into Jovi too. I could say, I don't think she was a lesbian. I don't think well, so. she was into Jovi. She might be into me. I'm going to see her in two weeks when I go with Rico. I'm going to hit her up. <laughs> I don't know was, if you're quite know, ugly enough. Hotness. I don't know if you're quite ugly enough. She seems to be into ugly men like Joe. What if I make my mouth look really big? What if I walk in and I'm just like, hi, like that? That'd be attractive. That'll be a good, that'll be a good conversation. You know, oh, when are you getting married? Oh, we're, we're not getting married. We're just uh, looking for I'm tuxes just, and looking to hit on some butch. I'm here tux. for No, Rico, please. You go, I'm here for tuxin and fuxin. And then you just see where the conversation goes from there. <laughs> well, that's why you're the charmer. I don't know. <laughs> we got to go to the tuck shop. Show her a picture of your ugly friend, Matt Ackland. And she might say, oh, who's that? <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot to tell you guys. I, I literally had a dream that I was About talking Matt? to Ackland. And I'm like, are you watching 90 Days? He's like, no. Why would I be watching 90 Days? Like, There's a guy who looks exactly like you and kind of acts exactly like you. I, this was a dream I had two days ago. I got a text. I'm going to text Matt Ackland after this is over. I like that we're just talking, saying his full name. This guy is, I, if he watches it, we have to get him on the show. I make him a full time fucking member of the show. He is hilarious. He has time. Yeah, he, he, he would be good. <laughs> he has, oh, he has nothing but time. He's a stay at home dad. You're right. We, he has to be on the show. He is fucking, he is one of the funniest people I've ever met. God, he'd be a great addition. Okay, let's move on, right? Rico, would you bang the lesbian that uh, showed him his tux? I would. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, agreed. All right. Moving on. Who's next? Who's next? Uh, let's go Brandon and Julia, because we got to save uh, Mike and Natalie for last. All right. So, Sounds so good. Brandon, uh, he started off like such a fucking weaselly fucking wimp again. But I guess he, he kind of redeemed himself at the end. So uh, I don't he? know. Did he? Kind of. He just he was, forced into it. He, he just kind of acted normal. Which is yeah, yeah, he acted like a human being, and, and I like he's like he's like, well, you know, my mom's into it, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let her handle it. Oh wow, oh, shut what, Brand? You're gonna let your mom handle it, take control? What a fucking shock coming from you, this guy who's such a bitch and his mother controls his life. But Betty, I will say, I Betty, her turnaround has been enthused. That has enthused me, right? Because Betty has actually, she seems to really now like Julia now that she's not trying to make her fucking work on the goddamn farm. Yes. So she's, she's come around. Uh, Chelsea just uh, put up, anyone else think Brandon is the new Dexter? Yes, he is a serial killer in, in waiting, 100%. I, I predicted that already. I already told you he's, he is an exterminator. He's going to murder her. He's going to leave her body under someone's porch and say it's a dead raccoon for years. Yeah, Dexter was very yesterday. smart, though. I don't think Brandon's that smart. Yeah, Brandon will not get away with it. Yeah. Betty will do it for him. He'll be like, Mom, 
I kind of want to kill Julia, but I don't know how to do it. And she'll be like, oh, I'll take, mommy will take care of Can you do it on Mother's Day? It'd be such a (laughs) Can we, can we talk about why they have a couch sitting outside? They had the scene where Julia's outside cutting flowers and Brandon comes out. Oh, God, it's so worthless. I think they've been on the couch, couch. on that couch before. It's a couch outside that they were sitting on. It's like a deck couch. The only time, by the way, the only time I've ever been on a couch outside is when, and I believe Rika was there when we pulled a couch from inside the fraternity from the porch or from the inside. We would always have a couch lawn. on the porch. Not always, but a lot well, of Well, we'd time. pull it onto the front lawn one time and we stayed up all night. And in the morning, we drank a case of Milwaukee's Best, the red label Milwaukee's Best that was warm on the couch as the sun came up. Wasn't that when uh, Pete not, Hill's uh, fake girlfriend wa- marched down the, the hill? Pete Hill's fake girlfriend marched down the hill. Don't you remember? Like he said he was going out somewhere and like, he couldn't hang out with her and he's sitting on the front lawn and a couch drinking <laughs> and she like might- saw him and then she was pissed and she, uh, you could see her sitting on the couch, waving her arms marched down away. the hill angrily. <laughs> and then she walked in the house and then Pete's like, I'm going to fucking deal with this and he duck walks in the house <laughs> says probably like five seconds and then she walks right out of the house uh, so <laughs> like get the fuck lost or whatever but he's, uh, he's probably. a nice guy probably well, we anyway, used I to uh well i mean just just to talk about couches outside the only time that we would do it at the fraternity house was march madness you pull that with that huge freaking big box screen yeah, tv that giant drag that outside on the deck yeah. put couches outside and watch games no but anyway so they're sitting on it. Julia and Brandon sitting on a couch outside. Julia's yeah. doing all the work, getting ready flower arrangement. And Brandon comes in and uh, Julia's just asking him to, you know, she's cutting a flower and asking him to hold it. And he's doing a terrible job. Just like, nobody hold this flower. Ask me to do all this work. I don't understand. <laughs> My, how many fingers? All the fingers? <laughs> yeah. Brandon, you don't understand. Hold with two hands. Don't be such a... <laughs> Don't be such a loser with a limp wrist. I don't know what that accent is. What is that? Uh, I was dead on. I was spot on. Well, I like that she then brings up, she's like, you know, Brandon, I don't want to. I'm worried if we, you know, we fight all the time. What if we get divorced? And he's like, well, are you threatening me? Yeah. Yes. It's kind of a threat. They're like, uh, she's bringing up legitimate concerns, shithead. What is she supposed to do? Get down on her knees and be like, Brandon, if you ever take your cock out of my mouth, I will leave you. Please, fuck throat <laughs> forever. Like, what the fuck? Hey, this guy is such an, an you, It seemed like he was trying to get out of it. He's like, are you sure you're 100% sure? <laughs> well, she should. I don't know why she didn't ask him, are you 100% sure? Yeah. Like, why are you asking me this? He'd be like, like, don't. Don't make me buy into your feminine fantasy of a man being 100% sure he wants to marry you. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous premise. No man is ever 100% sure he wants to marry a woman. Yeah. She kept talking um, about, like, um, this is my dream. This is my dream. It's like, you know, you gave up your dream a long time ago when you moved <laughs> to a farm in Virginia with this fucking family. Like, at this point, what are you clinging to? Yeah. Well, she's probably high off spa fumes. So let's not forget that. Well, he he drew a fabulous brain. bath for her. He he made a bubble bath. Oh, that, That's like the that number the one nicest gesture. <laughs> the best. He's like, I like how he's like, turn out all the lights. Now follow me. And he's like, you know, he's really playing it up for the camera. Yeah. And he pulls back. The, I expect there to be 
flowers and music, maybe a, a puppy on the floor. He pulls back the curtain and it's just a fucking bathtub full of suds and a couple candles. And he's like, this is show him you love him. maybe he's a genius. He set the bar so low that Brilliant. pouring a bubble bath <laughs> is like the grand gesture of them all. It's it's pretty interesting. When you like started, you know, making your uh, fiance feed the pigs and get the chicken eggs. And... <laughs> Maybe Brandon's smarter than all of us could ever dream of being. Maybe have we have we seen? Remember that guy, the pickup artist? Have we seen what happened to him? Maybe that is Brandon. Maybe he's like, chicks got wise to my antics, so I had to go rural. This is my new show. Trust me, you bring a chick from, you make her shovel pig shit. Bro, she will suck your dick over a bath full of bubbles. <laughs> Prince of pickup. You know, whatever the fuck that guy called himself. I can't remember. The pickup artist. Yeah, the pickup artist. Genius. Genius. Here I am treating my wife like a fucking human being, like an asshole. Go on God. Amazon. Go on Amazon tonight. Buy some pigs. Fill in the backyards <laughs> with pig shit. They'll show up with Carl's Bay of Hail. <laughs> All right. Um, also, uh, by the way, one line I had to say real quick before we go on. Um, I like that Brandon had this big thing, and he's like, "She's like, we get to marry." He's like, "You'll never be sad after tomorrow." <laughs> and it's like in Res- Arrested Development, the narrator, she would. she was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, and she's like, she's like, I'm crying. Is first nice thing you ever say to me in life, you know? Like, <laughs> he is. He's a fucking genius. He's a fucking genius. This guy got a hot chick that has zero expectations. They also had the most boring fucking ceremony I've ever heard in my life. Well, yeah, I well, mean, I, when I, you put no effort into planning it, <laughs> how how exciting could it be? I liked how they had like the one thing that she asked from him was uh, they were doing the vows in each other's language. Brandon starts to write his down like with a half hour before they have to leave. He's like, I'm not, there's no way I'm going to make this. This is ridiculous. This is just ridiculous. I have just no chance. Well, you fucking asshole. You started with 15 minutes before you had to go. <laughs> yeah. He's Who like walking down the aisle, Google translate. So he had his phone. Like, pencils down, Brandon, pencils down. <laughs> so they're holding their big pieces of paper. I didn't know if Julian noticed. He has his phone right there. He's reading off the phone. <laughs> I didn't not, notice. Not the paper. I didn't notice either. That clever bitch. He got me. You know what? We've been selling him short this whole season. He's a fucking. <laughs> clearly. Well, that's why he's master. Dexter. He's a fucking evil genius. Yeah, maybe he's, he's like Seth Green. He, he's like Seth Green's character in fucking Austin Powers. He's like this little piece of shit. He's like the piece of shit son that suddenly realizes he's an evil genius, too. Brandon's going to go completely bald within a year. Paul, <laughs> the, the bald can tell the future bald. It's a, we always uh, can spot him. Oh, by the way, one last thing: Julia channeled all of us in this episode, where she says, "Oh my God, I want drinking." It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, Julia. Well, that was yeah. when her uh, his dad was trying to make a joke, and she had to say it sixteen times, and then she's like, yeah. "What? What? Huh?" <laughs> I don't get your joke. He's like, I'm already a slave here. What do you mean, freedom? 
Brandon's dad had a classic joke. They're getting ready, and he's like, I got a uh, a funeral tux and a wedding tux. Which one is this? <laughs> Kills him at the swingers parties, Odie. <laughs> sure it does. You guys should see what my dick looks like when I get hard. It looks like somebody's fighting a Yeti, and their elbow sticks out. Huh? Because he's got white pubes. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's a uh, a capper to that couple. Let's All talk right, about let's go. last couple. Last couple. No, Mike and Natalie. I mean, show. God. Ah, oh, God, Mike. I can't. Oh, I'm just sighing repeatedly. I'm so angry can, with him. Can, can we before we get into the actual nitty gritty here? His neighbor takes her to the hotel. She drives to Seattle, which is not a short drive. Gets I actually hotel. Googled it. I Googled it. I'm like, how is it fucking three hours? It's 60 miles. But I'm assuming with Washington, tra- like Seattle area traffic, that's why it takes three hours. Because Seattle yeah. traffic is terrible. Um, and, and I think they actually have to go like by a ferry because they're on. Oh, uh, they have like Western. some dickhead island. Yeah, I think so. Wait, so like, Mike has to go by a ferry every day to work? Well, I think there's a ferry is part of the journey. Like what? to cross the part of the Puget, whatever. It'd be great if it was a ferry and not a ferry. And Mike's like the ferry. The ferry's like Mike. What would you like for your wish? If you want to not be a fat asshole, he's like, Nah, I want to work at the auto parts store in Seattle. <laughs> She's like, Are you sure? He's like, Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so one. What kind of fucking hotel is this? It's. What it made no sense. It's like he I've booked the heard. fucking room. Have this you guys ever booked a room for someone never. else? I no. mean, I yes. have. Yes, it's not a that hard. Times. And a million they check times in. You call them. Yeah. Yeah. This person's name's on the room. I'm like, no, let's yep. drive back home. This is an impossible city. I don't know if it was clever editing or clever editing, but it seemed like the person's like, no, you can't stay here. Vaccine walking out of the hotel is like. Was there any talking more? Did you call Mike and be like, put my name on the room, you fat fuck? Yeah. Whatever. Or call Mike or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, why would you put your, well, yeah, you call, you put her name on the room. Either way. And also, you're his neighbor. Yeah. Like, you're Where's doing your credit card? You yes. Ass. Use your fucking <laughs> credit card. Just be like, hey, Mike. Pay me back for this $120 for like, what the fuck? You're going to drive this fucking chick there and then drive all the way fucking back. Use your fucking credit card. It's ridiculous. There had to be some, some element to this. Like I think Odie said last week, like Mike told her. Mike never, it it was all show. Yeah. It was all for show. Mike wanted her to come back. It was, yeah. But he doesn't How how deep is Mike's tongue going to be in Tamara's pussy? For he, doing all this shit for him, then Mike doesn't want to marry her or Uncle, but Bo. he doesn't Ooh, want he, her to leave. He is, is Uncle Bo. Is Uncle Bo the missing? Hold on, hold on. Is Uncle Bo the missing piece in this equation? Is Uncle Bo raw dogging Tamara and enabling the answer all of this shit? Yes. Uncle Bo is just Good putting for on Uncle front. Bo. Good for Uncle Bo. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if Tamara says. Wait, re- Chelsea says Tamara doesn't have a credit card. Fuck it. Who doesn't have a credit card? Get the fuck out of here. No. 
impossible. Yeah. Someone who doesn't want to spend any money. That's who says no. it. Yeah, exactly. Somebody who doesn't trust Mike. And maybe, maybe oh, I just need my desk so hard. Maybe tomorrow's like, well, I can use my credit card on this bitch, but this motherfucker just dumped his wife on her wedding day. Do I want to lend him money? He's clearly not <laughs> trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, or go sleep at the airport. Do we find out what time her flight was at? It must have been relatively early, right? Uh, that's, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's a, yeah, exactly. That's what Penny's saying. What happened to the ticket? If he bought her a ticket, yeah, go to the airport, sleep at the airport. It's not so like it was a, a night. No it ticket. A, it's not making sense. I mean, this this whole story is, just does not make any I sense. I mean, if Andy Cohen had any interviewing skills, he would get to the bottom of this. But I don't have faith in him asking the right questions. Then. I don't either. We should a, be wait, doing He's it. not even on TLC. Uh, uh, Sean Robbins. He's up. Well. <laughs> oh, she's even worse. She's the, She is the worst. She's terrible. Terrible. Well, anyway, let's move on. Mike's understatement of the year hilarious where he's like yesterday was a bad day fair yeah that's yep it was could a bad he day, give less of a shit like no. i understand where she's uh natalie's coming from she's like yeah my visa's gonna expire you want me to stay here illegally so you yeah. could have more time to think when for the last three months you're saying oh we got a lot of think about we got a lot of talking to do you've accomplished no. nothing other than there's shifting just, me around. There's just so much going on and uh Corona. And uh, <laughs> Corona just, affects uh, my ability to think if I like you. Need or some not. time to think yeah. about it. Well, I love how Mike's in the bed and Natalie's like talking to you. She's like talking. He's like and he's just lying there doing nothing. Yeah. Just he's like a grumpy fuck. And she goes, uh, Mike, I, I want you to talk to me. And he's like, he's like, I'm I'm talking to you, I'm listening. Like that's literally the opposite of talking. You're lying there listening, saying nothing, and just going like, well, I just I just don't know. Like, she is one day, douchebag. She's one day. Yeah. Make I wanted to choice. see. Send her, if you don't know, send her fucking home. If you don't know, yeah. say, go get the fuck out of here. Go. Yeah. It's been 89 and a half days, but I think this last 12 hours is really where I'm going to make uh, the hard decisions. Yeah. <laughs> I well, you know, granted, I am a great procrastinator. So maybe that maybe that's the same way he's like procrastination is inspiration. But yeah, what a fucking asshole. And he's still, you know, she's there. He he he's like storms off. They do that call with the lawyer, and the lawyer's like, Well, yeah, get married. I don't know. That's the only that's the only solution to that. And then Mike just the call ends and he just gets up from the couch and leaves. Doesn't say anything, I mean, Natalie, just goes off to lay in the bedroom. Okay, thank you. Thank you, you fucking shitbag. Like, I guess see yeah. you later. Take your time. And Natalie really should just be like, all right, he obviously doesn't want to marry me. Um, I'm going to go home. But it's, I mean, she can't even get home. She's yeah, like, she's also like, right. Natalie's looking at it from the perspective. I mean, it's COVID going on. Can't she? She could be stuck no. in Europe or stuck God knows where. Yeah. yeah. Like, so she should, she, she should have bunked she, with Amira. <laughs> producers uh making friends between cast two mates. psychologically abused women this is like a great porno pitch two psychologically abused women does it have to be a Shack porno up. i mean it could just be a good movie could just be a show you know what 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 what, what did you guys just go gay on me why would you not want it to be a porno they're both fairly attractive women 
Hear me out. Oh, are they playing themselves? <laughs> yes. Have they signed yes, on? This is them. Yes. <laughs> two. <laughs> two emotionally abused women shack up because they can't get to their home countries in Serbia. There's riots outside and things are getting hot, but the real fire is in the hotel room. And guess where they're staying? Las Vegas. I just said Serbia. God, (laughs) Odie, you fucking ruined it. And who walks in? (laughs) Colt. That's part two. <laughs> right as they had with the worst porn ever, right as they're about to scissor, one of them gets a dick pic from Colt, and they're like, eh, my vagina's gone dry. <laughs> and then nobody gets to come. No, but not you at home watching and not them living the life. Uh, all right. Anything else? This is a long, this is a long think, show. Uh, what else is there to say after that porn pitch? I mean, I, I think we ended it well. Not a high Wow. Day. Hour and 40 minutes. This is. Uh, <sighs> Who listens to these? A problem. I know. <laughs> People. People in the world. They love them. All right. I'm well, exhausted. Well, Joe Rogan's podcast is three hours and he just got paid $150 million, So maybe we should do one more hour and see how our luck, luck goes. That's the recipe. We got a lot to think on. We got a lot to think about. Let's, uh, let's think about that. Let's work on well, some things. Soon we're going to have just Summer House. Because... I don't know what else uh, the ninety about. day oh, yeah. universe never ends. Don't worry. The ninety day never ends, and Real Housewives in New York is starting up. Anyway, Rico, take us out. Bravo, Bing Bong. Bye. Who is up there? Is the queen? Will die.